0: Hello, people, and it's, it's the spooky holiday. Boo, Boo. to you, sir. Boo, ah, I'm a skeleton. Look at my bones. Look at my bones, which How? Is what skeletons say. Look, look at me, look at me. I am bones. Look at me, they call me Mr. Boner. Hi, my name is Mr. Boner. I'll be your skeleton teacher today. i ah. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell nothing but but bone-related puns this whole class. Yes, it's a, it's a marrow audience for sure that's going to like this one. Did you get that marrow audience? I had no body to go with. Hey, this episode won't all just be skin and bones. Because this is a special Halloween episode. It's the M-Word.
1: here's what you may be thinking if you are a patreon a patron on patreon of the m word then you're getting this before halloween you're getting a little taste of that that halloween goodness that we provide at the h word which is our new show for the halloween but if you're not a patron then fuck you okay well hey i mean it costs a dollar asshole
2: Yeah, You pay $7
1: for your Uber that drives you down the street, lazy millennials. Wow.
2: I mean, there's a whole lot of hate coming out of Kyle right now. I just want to tell you, uh, Mr. Non-Patron Yet, that you can do whatever you want with your hard-earned money,
1: and I tell you what, we're going to earn it. Put your hard-earned money in my G-string right now. Put it in our G-string, I'll twerk it all night long. Twerk it. We will twerk for your cash. And this is one of those examples. Our patrons got this early, but we decided to give this as a gift to all of our regular listeners about Halloween, because we didn't feel like in our last episode we really hit Halloween enough. I don't know that for sure, because we haven't recorded it yet. So maybe, maybe it was Halloween as fuck. I don't know.
2: Listen, so because we're recording in the future... I'm gonna set myself up for success, which is that I am going to talk about spooky Dracula bats at least twice. Uh, okay,
1: <laughs> you have just to wanna, remember.
2: I know. I'm gonna remember. I hope that at some point it it was brought up and it was very
1: spooky. The most spooky. Speaking of spooky, Connor, you know what you know what spooky is the idea of free will. Free will is. Oh, man, it, it gives it sh- gives me shivers in my bones.
2: It gives me shivers in my bones. But Kyle, you know,
1: the more that I'm learning about how our
2: brains actually work, the more I'm like, honestly, our definition of free will is, I mean, pretty shaky. It it basically is the same thing as, as what not free will is.
1: Is, okay, I'm, l- let me just Google right now the definition of free will. Oh, it says something Jesus gave that he immediately regretted. That's a weird definition, Webster's Kyle, dictionary.
2: I didn't listen. I'm glad you brought Jesus up.
1: Well, it's not our show unless we talk about Jesus.
2: It's really not our show. And I've been getting a lot of feedback from our audience. I've, I thought, I did I thought you secret- were going to say Jesus. And I was like, <laughs> Are you? <I'm> been, <laughs> You're praying. <laughs> I've been praying a lot lately. Got a lot of and, feedback. From and and he says, "I'm really not into you talking about me on your fucking
1: stupid show." And Jesus was like, "I did not die for that." That's the that's the <laughs> sin. I refused to die for they were about to put another nail in my body and they were like oh this is the m-word nail and he went oh hell no and he (laughs) meant that literally hell no and then he tossed his weave off and everyone is like whoa man i would go to church for a black woman jesus oh my god that would change Um, the game although i get, i mean jesus was a person of color what? Yeah, he was a person of
2: color. We don't talk about that enough. What if <laughs> Jesus? What if Jesus was a refugee?
1: Well, after all of the sins of Halloween on November first, we all come together and we think, "Man, Jesus was a person of color," and we all kind of f- f- grow together to, like that. Mm. You
2: know, I was—I initially was going to address the fact that you brought up Jesus and say that our listeners are saying we're talking about him too much. But now I'm thinking, instead, we can make him a staple of the show.
1: <laughs> he is our third co-host. We are the holy <laughs> trinity of millennials. Jesus was the first millennial. When you think about it, literally, year year one, he was there. First millennial.
2: Year one. It's the father, uh, the West Coast, and the Dusty Boy.
1: That's it. That's it. Hey, we're both dusty boys. Don't just make me the dusty boy. No, let's go back to free will, the thing that Jesus gave us that he regrets. Oh my god. And which is the definition from Noah Webster. Webster. Um, let's talk about would you rather. It's an important staple of American culture. We always have to ask, what would we do? How would, would we react? Would
2: you rather save the climate or go vroom vroom in your car faster.
1: Well, you don't have to give us some examples because we are kind of going to dive in. So oh, you, yeah, okay,
2: you, sure. You don't really I have. Just, to, you I, just, really wanted to, explain I it. just wanted to bring up like those would you rather's. I wanted to make the audience aware. I wanted to give them some real life examples. Well,
1: I think they're good. I mean, these are real life. These are obviously real life. So I for, don't.
2: I haven't read these, so I'm not sure. I wanted to. I wanted to make sure. Though.
1: Yeah, let, let me because we're not going to talk forever. So let me pick a real, real good one. Would you rather? Walk through a graveyard at midnight, or spend the night in a spooky abandoned house. Ooh, neither. No, those that's not how this works, scary. <laughs> Maybe I do need to explain. Would you rather? That's not how I Would know You Rather how it works. Goes. But here's the
2: thing: like, if someone said, "Would you rather do those things?" I'll spend the rest of my life trying not to do those things. <laughs> it's, it's just more like of just Back crossing to the Future style. I would do everything within my power to make sure that that didn't happen. Wait, that's probably not Back to the Future style. It's something else, Yeah, but it just, is inevitable. Just
1: general time questions, I think. I So for me, the way I'm going to answer this is I would rather walk through a graveyard at midnight because walking through at midnight is much shorter than spending the night in a spooky abandoned house where drugs probably exist. What if they didn't mention this in the
2: question, but there is an asterisk. I can see it now. It says, but you have to walk around
1: all night. No, it just says walk through a graveyard at midnight. It's hey, my my watch says it's midnight. Oh, it's also November first, so it doesn't really matter. It's not Halloween anymore. The curse is lifted. I watched. <laughs> I watched. Uh, oh shit! What's that Disney movie that's really really good? Uh, Look of the Irish. No. <laughs> that's che- also Wait. a very good movie.
2: <laughs> Cheetah Girls.
1: No. Um. Oh, Kathy and Zoe one oh one. Barbara Streisand. No, Barbara Streisand's not in that one. Who's in that one? Mister oh, Robinson. Oh shit! This is the rest of the show, Connor. What's the name of that fucking movie? No, okay, let's go. Is it Halloween Town? No, it's that's also a very good movie. Is no, it's the one with the witches. High School Musical. In the High School Musical, that was it. You're right. You got it. Thank you. Okay, but listen,
2: I really want to address this point, Kyle, because if you're having to walk around the graveyard all night long, you have waking nightmares. But if you go to sleep in a spoopy house you're spending most of that time unconscious <laughs> actually for easier prob- for the killing uh, easier for the killer but let's say let's say let's say I pop in some z quills right like I'm out like I could try my on my darnest but like I'm out you know so no,
1: no ghost can wake you up no you're ghost medically can- medically unconscious unconscious so but
2: if you're in a graveyard then you're on a in a constant state of spoop
1: yeah right but maybe you're into that. I don't know. I I feel like we shouldn't. I said that, (laughs) but I do feel like we shouldn't look through any of these questions through the eyes of a necrophiliac. I don't think that's productive. I don't. So I'm taking that back. Why don't we take that back on
2: and let's look at more things through the eye of a necrophiliac because I think that's a perspective we don't
1: look at through enough. We're not looking at them enough. Here's another would you rather. Would you rather be a vampire or be a werewolf. Vampire or werewolf, what you going to be? What you going to well, be if, when they bite for you? <laughs> if either of them are going to bite you, you're getting bitten. That's one thing. There's no would you rather for that you're getting bitten. If I were a necrophiliac,
2: oh, I God. would probably be a vampire. a vampire. Yeah. But but that they
1: only but they still sleep at night, but they sleep upside down. Well, they sleep during the day and they sleep in coffins. So that's like a necrophiliac's wet dream. I think we're speaking about
2: Kyle I, a necrophiliac is not like a high school teenager.
1: <laughs> no, they get. And you know how whenever you're, why, you
2: Why wait, why did I call them a high school teenager?
1: How many high school adults do you know, Kyle? Many. There's many <laughs> high school adults. Kevin Hart has a wonderful new movie um oh, about about that and he's he's very talented. For me, here's what I'm going to say, werewolf. Because I saw the movie Teen Wolf and I thought that's that's fun. I could do that.
2: Isn't Teen Wolf a TV show?
1: Um, well, yeah, it was, but it's based off a movie from the '80s with Michael J. Fox, Oh. where he plays basketball real good, but real hairy,
2: just oh, like no. real
1: basketball men.
2: Well, I, I mean, being vampire nowadays is very cool, you know. It's like very. Def-
1: it was. Oh my! Twilight came out. Ten years ago, so I think we are past the True Blood, Twilight, vampire craze. I don't. Isn't True Blood still going on? I don't think that's accurate. Hey Siri, is True Blood still on? She doesn't listen when we're recording. That bitch. That bitch. I tell if 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 you stopped calling her, that she might talk to you more <laughs> she only responds to that um no i think we're still on a zombie craze because walking dead still exists yeah but, but we're I... not horny for zombies oh everybody's horny for zombies oh that's, the, necro- that's the necrophiliac right oh, there
2: uh, never mind let's take those necrophilic glasses off let's go back to reality <laughs> oh there goes gravity oh i don't want to be a werewolf because those hairy boys uh mm, i don't want it to
1: cover me But could a werewolf be a pack animal, right? Because that then you're not alone. That's kind of nice. Are werewolves pack animals? Wolves are pack animals. Humans are pack animals. So a werewolf, by definition, is a pack animal. Thanks for
2: uh, thanks for that, friend. Uh, But just because you put one and another together that they have the same thing doesn't necessarily mean that that new thing is going to have the same traits. Talk to a chemist. Kyle, (laughs) because this is how chemistry
1: works. Kim is try. okay, (laughs) Connor. (laughs) Connor, I'm tired of these. Would you rather? And I found some very good superstitions. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) okay. Most of them involve girls trying to find their future husbands. So, like, I guess Halloween is horny. I guess. Yes. Cuz these girls- Okay, so this horn a ween is what they'll say. <laughs> horn a ween. That's right. Um this one horn- says horn for weens. Sorry, thank you. Uh, oh no. <laughs> you did it. You put you did it. Oh god. No, you did it. You did the thing. Oh no. <laughs> Scottish girls Believed they could see images of their wet... No, not their wet husband. Uh, that comes later. Their okay. future husband. If they hung wet sheets in front of the fire on Halloween. See, which it doesn't describe how they got the sheets wet. You know, Let's
2: assume they dunked it in the fucking well, you pervert. They what? hang it over the sheet. They hang it over the thread. They look through the fire and what do they see? Their future...
1: What? It doesn't. Your, it doesn't say does where your, the images show up. So the, as you're saying that, it does get bring put It doesn't say where the images show up. Like it's not like they're gonna text you or something. It also doesn't say what time. These could be Scottish girls living today. Oh, yeah. So they get nice wet sheets and they put it in front of the fire because it's Halloween. It's ho- horny, horny for ween. And <laughs> they then look at their phone and their future husband texts them. That's how we. This is called cultural. Appropriation? appropriation is that yes
2: it? you absolutely have it right that's not the, the word Scots i was thinking stole it from the witches
1: no what's the, the word the, i'm thinking where you, you and the you, witches you, stole
2: it from our lord and savior
1: oh <laughs> well, yeah this is this comes directly from the shroud of turin where the sheet had the image of jesus on it and so it always comes back to jesus welcome to the jesus word hi welcome welcome to the j word
2: where the the father, the son, and the dusty boy bring it together for, back at it again for some great convos by the fireside. If we had a, a by po- the burning bush, sorry, yeah, there that you would go. have been good. If
1: yeah, we had mean. a podcast called the J Word, I would want that to stand for jorts, and I would like that to be <laughs> the subject of the podcast. Please, thank you so much.
2: Thank you so much. Uh, also, l- me and Kyler never nudes.
1: Never. Those jorts. I'm the opposite. I'm always nude. Hi, my name is Kyle. I'm naked. Uh, last superstition. Um, again, these girls. It doesn't say Scottish girls. It just says some girls. So that's probably the author of this article who wrote this. She probably does this. And she's like, you know, some girls... Some girls believe they would see their boyfriend's faces if they looked into mirrors while walking downstairs at midnight on Halloween. So there's a lot of moving pieces. You really got to get, get down. Break break that down for me, Kyle. So some girls, they believe they're in their wet sheets, right? They've got these sheets real wet because their sister thought they would see their future husband. But they're like, I'm not into that wet sheet nonsense. What I do is I get my set my alarm for midnight. Midnight comes around. It's Halloween. Although hold on does this mean Halloween on October 30 or like midnight on October 31st so the night before or does it mean midnight man we really got to get times down let's assume it's the night uh, evening following Halloween yeah it's Halloween. almost
2: like they did want to be specific about these superstitions so that way there <laughs> so- wasn't possibility for assumptions to be made Kyle listen i'm really i'm fond of these stitions, right I'm very stitious myself sometimes. That's not true. I'm not stitious at all. I'm very anti-stitious. Um, and that's it. That's all I wanted to say. This is the, okay. the spoopiest Halloween horn for ween that I've ever had.
1: Well, and and I'm real glad for you. Maybe you should just walk downstairs at midnight and look into a mirror. And maybe you'll see your boyfriend. And Aww. then you will know, and that and everything will be happy. So basically, try these superstitions at home. Uh, only if you're a girl, because uh, superstitions on Halloween only apply to women. For some reason, <laughs> this one says girls who place the apple they bobbed for under their pillows are said to dream of their future love. Like, what's going on, Halloween? What are you doing up here with all these women? Please let them go. Let let them live their life, please. Let them
2: live their life. But also, we, we they just want to find love, Kyle. In a a hopeless place. We're finding love in a hopeless Bob Apple. I'm finding love in some horny
1: weens. Well, I think it's time that we go into some special segment where we take some things that we discussed with our guests from the last episode... Aaron and James from Unabashedly Obsessed. Some things that didn't make the air. Some things that didn't make the cut. Some things that couldn't escape my editing scissors as I was cutting it together. Mostly because we recorded for like an hour and a half. And I didn't have that much space on my hard drive. But now I do. I threw out all my old pictures of Betty White. And and I... And save some room for this so I can make this now. So here is a discussion that got cut from our last episode, but is just for you. It's our gift to you on this Halloween. This is the part of the show where well I'm about to explain it. I am. I don't need to explain it anymore because I, I already explained it technically. And time is a flat circle. Hi, enjoy. Thank you so much. So let's let's talk about the spookiest of things. We You mentioned Carrie, but we didn't talk about how much you are obsessed with the author Stephen King he's yes. a big part of your life. And I had never read one of his books. I say that I have never read one of his books, period. Okay. I tried to read Dreamcatcher when I was in high school. Okay. Cause one of my friends was really into Stephen King. And I yes. started reading it and I was like, I don't like this book. It's very confusing. And then he said, well, that's the worst book. And I said, okay, well, I don't know why I started there, but okay. so that, that happened. But one of the things that I really enjoy is his, his media. I've seen stand by me, which is his short, but you know, I, I saw Cujo, I think. Maybe that was Old Yeller. Either They both end the same way. Um, Weirdly, uh, yes. That's true. That's true. Yes. <laughs> that's true. Um, and then, of course, It. It came on the scene, which created this revival of Kingism. I've watched Castle Rock on Hulu. We're really into sure. Stephen King, but I want to hear your Stephen King ghost stories. I want. wanna I, swear I, want you to I thought pick... you were
3: going to say Impression. <laughs>
1: I, he's a he's an author. I was not going to be able to deliver. <laughs> We've seen him speak in per,
4: in person.
3: He just talks like so a
1: person. Is
4: he, yeah,
1: he's a human person. He talks like that. So I want you to give us just give us a ghost story summary of one of your favorite Stephen ridiculous Stephen Stephen King stories to really round us out, so that the audience can understand first of all Stephen King and how mm. beautiful weird he is. And also be scary, and scare enough time, It'd be scared enough time for Halloween.
3: Okay, so I think, okay, so to, to start, I have read a lot more recent Stephen King than older Stephen King. So a lot of the classics like Cujo and It and The Shining, like all of those, I'm aware of them because of pop culture and movies, but I haven't read them yet. But... And I feel like he's kind of moved away from being the master of horror in more recent years. But I think the scariest Stephen King book that I've read was Gerald's Game, which is a book about a woman who is playing a sex game with her husband, and she is handcuffed to the bed, and he has a heart attack and dies. And they are at their, like lake cabin or whatever and it's the off season so there are no neighbors and she is handcuffed to a bed and also there's a murderer (laughs) but that's not the scary part being handcuffed to a bed and unable to get out of said handcuffs is the scariest like well well, also your husband is decaying next to you oh not just decaying he's being eaten by a stray dog it was real Stephen King yeah but the dog lived, which uh, doesn't happen in a yeah, lot. Yeah, the dog
4: lived, so we, we, we that's a win for that's dogs a win. in Stephen King terms. <laughs> the
3: dog lived and he got a nice meal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. But, yeah, no, that was one that, like, while I was reading, I mean, it's not scary in terms of, like, supernatural and horror and stuff, but I was reading it and think, and it's, like, describing the way, like, her muscles are cramping up because she's, like, in this position with her arms above her head, and, like, I texted James and I was like, Kevin just had to physically shove my shoulders down. <laughs> because I was so tense reading this, and the oh the God. Netflix movie is super, super good. and oh there's a I Netflix movie that yet. Yeah, yeah, there's a Netflix movie. It's um directed by the same guy who did The Haunting of Hill House that just came out. Hey and has okay. Carla Gugino in it, and she's incredible. And I may have awesome. mispronounced her name, but I'm going with it. But yeah, that one, like th- there was a level of like real like real life horror happening there that was way more yeah that's that's the scariest kind of horror yeah it was way scarier than a murder sewer clown (laughs) right right yeah
2: well i do want to make a quick quick also very scary comment and that is i think that the foam that you're using for your noise cancellation is the same thing that i put on the top of my mattress
3: uh yeah did it come from target because this came from target (laughs)
2: I got it from somebody else, uh, but I'm willing to bet it looks so similar. Like I'm pretty sure if I walk in the other room, I can see that pattern on the top of my covers.
3: Yeah, (laughs) this is my little sound cave made out of two mic stands and a twin-sized foam crate like egg crate foam I love that. thing
2: <laughs> okay i really wanted to bring it up
1: i don't know if it's gonna make it to air but i think it's worth it. <laughs> oh connor <laughs> let me just ease your concern right now it didn't make it to air <laughs> you, <laughs> you, just, you described you described a very physical thing that only we can see on our audio podcast
3: and it's not even that interesting um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: You t- Let's let the audience be the dis- decide. <laughs> the audience who <laughs> won't hear it. James, cool. This will only be our, for our patrons. <laughs> oh, so that, like, here's the good paying content you get.
3: Hey, man, that's like <laughs> the dream, though. You guest on a podcast and make it into like the paid content. Fuck yeah. That's right.
1: That was too good. We can only let people pay for it.
4: <laughs> That's true. It's like that, that extra bonus gold level of yeah. listen, you have to pay a pretty pretty penny to get that mattress pad discussion. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, pretty pretty much every other M word has been a sample from Costco. And now it's like, Why don't you buy the whole chicken, Scott? Exactly. Hey Scott, come buy the whole chicken.
4: Hey Scott, why don't you why don't you not take two? Why don't you not take two? Scott Scott. You can calm buy down. right here. They're right next to me. Don't walk away from me, um,
3: James. What's your scariest Stephen King?
1: And it does, it doesn't have to be reading, but just like your Stephen King experience, because right, y'all right. have had multiple experiences.
4: Well, the first thing I want to say is that that Stephen King is not a horror writer, and that's the, that's a hill I'll die on. Uh, okay. Stephen King's theme is friendship is magic, and uh, <laughs> that is if you if you like it, you should revisit. And I'm going to be the only one that says this: you should revisit Dreamcatcher. Okay. I actually super super liked the movie Dreamcatcher. I'm the one that did like that movie. Um it's the same plot as It. It's the same plot as uh as Stand by Me. It's the same plot as most of what he writes which is hey, you know, if we use our imagination we can defeat this evil thing. That's 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 Stephen King in a nutshell. Um
1: Okay. I think How does How think, does Carrie fit into that?
4: Well, Oh, no, she sorry. used her
3: imagination of- and defeated the thing.
4: Friendship <laughs> is magic unless you're alone, in which case you're going to die. That's okay.
1: Sorry, that's the other thing.
4: Is that also uh,
3: Cujo? Was
1: he alone technically?
4: Uh, well, th- yeah. Um, and the, 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 the mom and the kid in the car in Cujo were all alone without any of their friends. So, yeah. I also think Cujo
3: sense. is kind of a standalone situation because he was just so coked out when he wrote that that he has no memory <laughs> yeah. of writing that book. So I'm not sure we can say that all Stephen King rules apply to Cujo. Cujo okay.
4: was an excellent... Book long, book length paragraph, and I, I will stand by that uh, forever. Um, so I think I think um, I want to talk about pet cemetery That was the other one I was okay. considering. Um, yeah, see, the best Stephen King book is Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three, but we're not going to be able to condense that into a story and also I want everyone to experience it on their
3: own and also it's not scary.
1: Well on their own or they can just fly to your house and get on their Hulu or on your Hulu Oh no don't watch
3: the Hulu No, Don't do that to yourself Don't do that to read the book
2: Is that what we're upset about? I thought we were all upset because I had a very exclusive (laughs) offer to go (laughs) hang out over at James's house and suddenly you guys are inviting Bob, Sally and all of her family. No that's what
3: you're upset about the rest of us are upset about...
1: <laughs> Oof! I'm sorry, was that mean? So I, th-
2: I, I guess I must have done something at the beginning of the podcast to offend
1: Eric. No, Connor, this is, this, is how, this is how millennials parent, Connor, and you need to get on the train. Uh, just get out, That's here, not fine. inaccurate.
4: That's not entirely inaccurate. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> D- Truth.
4: Dunking on your kids is no longer a child abuse thing. You'll just teach them to dunk on... On others. And I think that that's the real the real
1: survival. <laughs> Pass the dunk. Yeah. that's yeah. When That's
3: the slogan.
4: That's actually Duncan's
1: donuts slogan.
4: Yes. Duncan
3: it. Yeah. yeah.
2: Oh, man.
1: But also, I'm so, sorry
3: I was mean. Now I feel bad.
1: <laughs> well, so uh, to go back to Pet Cemetery, I had never seen or read Pet Cemetery until I listened to y'all's episode on it. And I, so I had no clue what it was about.
4: Oh, I should do a, a one we haven't done an episode about.
3: Well, we did an episode False. about Gerald's game.
4: Oh, okay. Alright, yeah, no, you're right. No, you're already go, messed go, up, so. Yeah.
3: Go <laughs> go on Pet Cemetery. Um, yeah, I already
1: ruined Cause, it because no. it is weird.
4: So Pet Cemetery, um the majority of Pet Cemetery is uh just sort of weird main suburban life. Um, which is fine. Uh so there's this there's this dude who's a professor and he moves he and his family move into a house. And the house is on a road where trucks are always sort of barreling down at all hours. Um, Like fast enough to like kill a cat or a kid. You might say that that's like the speed they're going. Um, And so eventually both his cat and his kid die. And well, one of his kids dies. Um, And that's
1: why that's why you have more kids. So you have spares. Exactly. Exactly.
3: The spare kid. And actually Um, it was his spare kid who died.
4: It was his spare kid, that, which is always a
3: shame. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's why they're there. But also,
4: like the ideal, <laughs> right, right? The ideal right. situation. <laughs> you have the good one. You kept the good one, right? Exactly. Um, but the perk, the perk of this real estate that he has is that it is, it is, uh, it backs to a uh, resurrection graveyard. So that's cool, and like it's some, one of those things that you wouldn't see on uh, what's that website Zillow. Uh, Zillow,
3: Zillow, yeah, okay. Zillow. That
4: you wouldn't see on Zillow, but like maybe you should. Kilo the Stephen King real <laughs> estate website. There you go. Um, that's pretty good. <laughs> Got it.
1: Um, write that down, James. James, write. That. You, really you looked over that like oh, there, I do, yeah, I do have a. I, have I really need there. to write,
2: like say my notes
4: about my jokes immediately after
2: <laughs> I say them. Just
1: make sure you tweet it before Friday, so it makes Got, sure it y- seems an original idea. So it seems
4: like an original thing that I'm quoting. I like that. I like yeah. that. Uh, hold on Ooh, one second. Eh, that got a laugh. <laughs> um, yeah. Ooh, so a laugh uh, it turns out that when you bring your cat or your kid back to life, that they're evil. Nah, so yeah.
1: um...
4: that's a problem. Um,
1: well, cats and then... cats begin mostly evil.
4: Correct. Correct. Right. But then this one was like evil in a way that like it was just sort of an asshole in like a non-cat way, kind of like more in like a corpse way. It was, Yeah. Um,
3: <laughs> and it's so it's it's a tough distinction, and it just smelled bad, honestly, that right. was the it's meanest really thing the me. cat did was just smell super bad right so also, I, this inspired, rats and
1: stuff this inspired Phoebe's hit single smelly cat mm-hmm. is what you're saying, yeah,
3: that was about pet cemetery, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, sense
1: yeah. it's a little known
4: friend's trivia um, <laughs> so he has to kill his cat and then his evil kid, but then, uh, then his kid kills his wife, but he just he just takes her on over to the you know just takes her on. He doesn't learn his lesson basically. Yep.
1: Just puts him in the graveyard. Yep. He just
3: buries his puts wife. Her, yeah. the,
4: his he's he's working on the the idea the theory that uh, time is a factor on like an evil scale. So like if you really get them in there,
1: <laughs> yeah.
4: Soon, like before they spoil, <laughs> that maybe they'll be less evil. That's sort of what, uh, and then. Then it ends, and uh, we don't really find out if that plays out or not. But uh,
1: do yeah, they, it's do a good they, book. Do they ever really explain why cemetery is spelled wrong? Uh,
4: because the the children bury their pets there.
3: Yeah. So there's so, there's okay, an actual
4: there's, there's a pet cemetery, and then there's like the champagne room of the pet cemetery, which is like over like a a wall of like brambles and stuff, and you have to like kind of. Um, penitent man will pass from last crusade sort of like don't look before you walk and like just sort of walk in like a dreamlike state and then you find yourself in like the actual resurrection burial ground but the the pet cemetery is where they've buried all their pets and dumb kids can't freaking stop and they're so so stupid yeah kids dumb enough not to get hit by (laughs) wait hold on let me take that again (laughs) there you go not smart enough to not get hit by a truck.
2: There you
1: go. Yeah, there you, you go. go. Got it in one. I... Let the record show. <laughs> yeah, let
2: the record yes. show. Got it in one, and also uh, let the record show we got this pod in one go.
1: We hope you enjoyed this special Halloween M word. That uh, oh hi, bringing it all full circle. Hi, I'm Mr. Boner again. Ooh, look at my bones. Look at this is my femur. I pointed to my arm. It's incorrect. My fever is down there. Here's my pelvis. Here's my tibia. And here's my spout. Have a great Halloween,
2: friends.
0: Happy Halloween.